This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by my co-host from Buffalo, New York. We have Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? From, I guess, currently Jersey, but soon no longer Jersey, we have Joe Quattrochi. I'm still on the good, better side of the Hudson River right now, Dave. So, And we have a Yeti sighting today because uh, we have from Miami, Florida, our boots on the ground, Michael Fernandez. Hello from the not-so-sunshine state, because it has not stopped raining down here. It's like monsoon season. I have a problem with that. Hang on, let's let's backtrack. A Yeti sighting would be a Pat Gennetti sighting. That's true. Pat Yeti. Wait, I'm I'm just, I'm Yeti in B function, and Pat is a Yeti in A function. I'll accept it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. And you know what? I don't know if I got that mixed up. A, B function is what it's in right now, I believe. No, yeah, you were 100 percent right. And there have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Pat with a shirt off? He is quite the Yeti. Let's just say that. No, but now I kind of want to. It's a sight to be held. Awesome. Yeah. All right, and uh, we are getting off the rails, so let's get back on track with a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory who has the largest selections of dvc resale listings and is the number one dvc reseller in the world who has 90 percent of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees who has 95 years of combined disney vacation club experience and has been selling dvc since 1993 who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. All right, gentlemen, so we're back. So we are recording this on Tuesday, June 18th. It is 8.20 p.m. and a whole storm of controversy hit today if you are an annual pass holder. And I was surprised it took so long to break in the morning because this happened uh, last night. If you're a Walt Disney World annual pass holder and part of the annual pass holder uh, group on Facebook, you will see that there was uh, quite a conundrum because Disney has upped its prices on annual passes in the wake of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up. A non-Florida resident, so an out-of-state 
tourist annual pass if you come 11 days or more during the year is now over $1,200. This is also Yikes. affected Florida resident annual passes where the standard gold pass that basically gets you in every uh, day of the year except for the two weeks after Christmas and two weeks during, uh, what is it, spring break, Michael? Correct, spring break, yeah. Yeah, so you have about 14 days of um, blockout dates. With that one, it's gone up $99, and all of the lower passes have followed in suit. So, I kind of expected this. I'm waiting for... Wait, hang on. Did you expect this, or did you expect a increase, not this much of an increase? No, I expected more. I expect... More? Okay, Mm -hmm. so I expected an increase. I did not expect this much, because the uh, non... Florida resident out-of-state pass jumped $225. Which is not an insignificant amount. I really want to say the first time I bought an AP, it was $649. Yes, this is true, but... That's $1,000 over a family of four, Chuck. Exactly. That's a lot because the way, and I don't mean to to interrupt Dave, but the way I look at the, the increases was I was a jet season ticket holder for 21 years, and I saw my ticket prices go from $35 when we were at the Meadowlands, like back in the day in 1996, when I first got my tickets to $145 in a new MetLife stadium. And it's like, it, it increased slowly. They didn't, they didn't make giant jumps from like 35 to 85 to, you know, we did have some good years in there. You know, we did go to two AFC championship games, but my point in my story is that like, they weren't huge jumps. They were little, every little, every year, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. This is a pretty big jump. I mean, that's a family of four thousand dollars. A lot of money. That's exactly. That's, that's exactly. a lot of money. That's a huge jump. That's like going from, like I said, thirty-five dollar tickets to eighty-five or ninety-five dollar tickets. Like, you know, using my football equation. So it is a big jump. Yes, Joe. That's exactly where I was about to go to. And but you so eloquently put that. So we're going to go with that. I, so. I think it's ridiculous. Like that. This is a huge increase. Um, I I understand to an extent why they're doing it but it's a hundred percent for crowd control yeah like there's no other reason however my only question is i wonder what the daily percentage of ap's to non-ap's that tap in because if they really want to reduce the crowds and the ap rate is only generously 20 percent, there's still 80 percent of the people that are in the park on a given day that aren't going away but this is kind of foreshadowing this is a very foreboding thing for anyone that buys a one-day ticket or any less than an annual pass ticket that increases in what like october uh well at this rate who knows i mean i mean well they didn't do the they didn't do the traditional increase in february they cited that it did happen in october but you know what i wouldn't be surprised in and in any way, shape, or form, if you know, a couple of days before the park opens, they're gonna, yeah, the new the new section opens, they're gonna raise tax tax net. They're gonna raise. They're gonna raise <laughs> prices. Well, you are a Democrat, Dave. So, <laughs> who said I am? Well, okay, so kidding. let's not go down the politics road. <laughs> but I, they're absolutely raising these prices on tickets, and it's not going to be an insignificant amount. Now, part of, I know that we are the Mickey dudes, but part of this is also going to show Universal's hand a little bit and fully expect to see another increase from Universal because they cannot be viewed as the value park. Nope. That's, no. uh, they are 100% right on that one. And right now, I think their annual pass for no blackout days is running like around $500, $400. It's like 549 or something like that. Yeah. So you can easily guess that one's going to six fifty seven, not six hundred fifty seven dollars. And if they, I think more if they announce their third theme park. Yeah, and I think that they have to really, they have to really make Nintendo Land a, a uh, tangible concept. You know, coming in, uh, 
summer 2021 mm-hmm. Nintendo Land and they have to put out all of the all of what they're planning to do with it and everything they have to start the construction beforehand I don't think that they can actually make that jump that significantly until they actually have something to back it up with I don't know like this was a little bit of out of form of Disney on this one normally you get the hey seven day warning we're raising prices and no the yeah no they always do it just they always do it just on their own unceremoniously the price changes and the internet goes ape crap yeah, I would agree with Dave on that one. No, Chuck. but like, it's, oh, it's like okay. so you get, the, you get the rumor sites that have mysteriously nailed it, you know, four days, five days ahead of time with frequency. Yeah, but don't Disney's forget. feeding that story. Yeah, sometimes, but don't forget, too, they traditionally do it around the same time. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to make a guess that, okay, it's probably going to come around now. Okay, so here's my canary in the coal mine. You know, I'm going to post whatever I hear WDWNT didn't mention this until it was eight hours in. Think about that. Okay, so, so what, last night around 12 Dave, I heard it from you before I heard it from anyone on the internet. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm going to that's what I'm talking about. At 12:06, I got a uh, message from my friend Jillian with the price of the new uh, Premier Annual Pass and the Premier Plus Annual Pass. Uh, Platinum. I'm sorry, Platinum. Yeah, Premier is the one that goes for uh, both uh, Disneyland and Disney World. I'm talking the Platinum Annual Pass and the Platinum Plus, which is basically all of Walt Disney World, no blackout dates. The Platinum Plus allows you the uh, water parks. Platinum is is the uh, regular one without the water parks. Uh, No blackout dates. And... It shows the jump from 800 and change, 800 and change, and when I say change, I mean dollars, not cents, all the way up to uh, over 1,200. And uh, when I asked her where did you get the information, she said that uh, the on Facebook the annual pass group was all abuzz with it, and then she went on Disney herself to confirm it, and it was there. And then I went on just out of curiosity to see the. Uh, renewal rates and when i went on i was getting the seven dwarfs a picture saying that we're we're working on the site doing site maintenance so i and had you was coming when i saw yeah that. i had set i had sent uh, our group text a picture of what jillian had sent me so yeah so i had told them about the uh up the updated prices I was still kind of holding on to hope which was childish of me because this is disney and as much as I love it, you know, they're out for money. I was kind of hoping. What's your phrase, Dave? The mouse is a rat. I can never, neither confirm nor deny I ever said such a thing. But with that said, oh, I think I heard it from Pat. Never mind. It was definitely Pat Genetti. I have Genetti. Okay. Yeah, we'll say it's Pat Genetti because reasons. Uh, but with that said, I was kind of hoping that it was maybe one of those things where there was a glitch and maybe they put up too much and then they realized oh wait that's too much and they didn't they needed to go fix it or that they were doing that little thing of okay let's just flash a price and let's just see how much of a backlash there is and then kind of take it back and just kind of just gaze the community in that way yeah no by 8 30 in the morning every site had it posted so Well, nothing's going to change unless people stop buying tickets. Going back to my Jets example, like they've actually started lowering the ticket prices back, not only because the team's kind of stunk recently, but a lot of people gave up their tickets. You know, they're like, oh, it's too expensive. I'm not going anymore. It's going to be the same thing with this. Until, and you've heard other podcasts say this, until you stop buying annual passes, they're going to keep raising the prices. My personal belief, they're raising it for a few different reasons. One is obviously Galaxy's Edge. Two is I think they're getting ready for the 50th anniversary, and I mm-hmm. think that I think that they're going to anticipate a lot of people that don't come every year to the fifth, don't come to Disney every year, but they're going to come because it's that that, that one year, that one year. So they're maybe going to try to weed out some annual pass holders to try maybe get them out of the parks a little bit or not come as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we're going to have all these other people coming in for the 50th. Also, too is you know there's other projects that you have to pay for right now. 
you got bills that are coming to I mean, I, I'm just guessing on that, but you've got a lot of renovations coming to Epcot now. They're going to start tearing apart Future World. Um, you know, you've got Ratatouille's coming up online. You've got the Trons being built. I mean, you got a lot of things that are still being paid for, yep. you know, and, you know, Riviera's not selling great from everything I've read right now, and that goes into, like, the theme park books. I'm just kind of speculating right now. I'm just kind of throwing this out there, but... You know, there's a lot of things. You know, you got to got to keep showing those those gains every every quarter and every yeah. every financial you know uh, fiscal year. I mean, so and the, the best way to do is you know you treat your affinity groups properly. But like, they listen. They all know like all of us are annual pass holders for the most part. Like, we're going to renew our annual passes. You know what I'm saying? So like, they're going to raise. The I prices. don't know about that. I mean, I for some. I don't listen, know if I'm listen, renewing my AP on this one. But but Chuck, you also don't live local. For I example, also don't like, care about Star Wars. I mean, listen, I don't care about Star Wars either. I mean, I really, I've seen, I've seen enough videos online, and like after having our awesome conversation with Jeff, you know, the previous week, like I almost feel like I don't even need to go see it because I've like learned everything about it. But um, but yeah, if you're like local, we like Jen and I, we're going next week. Um, you know, for like a staycation for three days, we're going to pop into parks a little bit here, a little bit there, nothing crazy, but you know, those are all days that I normally, I would never buy tickets for, but since I have you no know, pass, I'm going to go. So it's, I think it's going to apply more to locals than. Well, now as, people... here's a question as a local, are you going to, um, downgrade your pass? No, cause I still get, we still get the, um. They've renamed some of the passes. Like we used to usually get the DVC Gold Pass. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's I just renewed mine last week, which is fantastic because I I only paid five hundred fifty bucks, but I got the Florida DVC, the Florida Resident DVC Gold Pass, which was same price as the Florida Resident Gold Pass, but I guess they classify me as a DVC member and a Florida Resident at the same time. But I mean, yeah, I and knowing I'm, you, you probably absolutely love that. What that it's about both of them in there? No, I actually was confused, and I I had the lady triple check to make sure I was not getting a different pass than my wife. <laughs> so, but once um, it was confirmed, you're probably like feeling like all celebrity status and everything. You're probably like showing it off, like in Wayne's World when they have the passes in the in the backstage. Showing it off, Dave. It's it's on my my Disney experience that nobody else sees but me. <laughs> so it doesn't mean a damn thing. But um, hey, man, you know what? But that was the thing I was confused about is I paid $550. The gold pass, when they said these prices are going up, so they started at $609, they're $690. Did I pay a lesser price because it was a renewal? It's a re- it yeah, renewals. renewals 15%. You gotta... oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, it's 15% okay. off for renewals? Every Yeah, every single time. So really the price increase, like you won't really feel it to the next year. Like you'll feel a price increase from the last year, but you won't see this price increase till next year. Okay. Because it's fifteen okay. percent. All right. Gotcha. So it'll be six something next year, but mm-hmm. you know, it it's one I mean it's it stinks. It is what it is. I mean, it's like like you know, Pete Warner always says it all the time of the days, unless people stop buying tickets, they're not gonna stop raising the prices. Yeah. And honestly, I mean if you think about it, like it's different. Jen and I don't Jen and I don't have kids, right? So we and we tour differently than most people. We go for a couple of days here, a couple of days there, maybe a long trip. But like, it's still a, even at six hundred something dollars, it's still a really good value. Yeah, like if totally you go, if you go a lot, it's a good value. If you go once a year and you barely get the days out of it, it might not be. It might hurt a little bit more. But if you're going like all the time, twenty, thirty, forty times a year. You know, where you pop it in for dinner, it's not. It's still not a bad value. I'm telling you, using my Jets analogy, I paid almost like $1,200 a year for a ticket for 10 games. Yeah, but remember, you know what, what we need to do, you're, we're talking to the locals here in terms of that. What we need to do now is do the math for your out-of-state annual pass holder who might take That's a, a great, couple trips. Great segue. Yeah. Like me. Yeah, so who might take a couple trips a year. Uh when I first started doing annual passes, the break-even was if you within a calendar year, if you had 10 days in the parks, you broke even. And on that 11th day, you actually, uh, I'm not going to say made money because there's no cash that you, was uh, put into your bank. But it you're, became you're kind a good, of going for free. Yeah, yeah. You got that 11th day for free and every other day for the year was free. And then I mm-hmm. think with the last increase, it was like 11 days you had to go in. And then on that 12th day, it started. So 
Dave. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Is that with the new price increases calculated as well? Like the day tickets? The 11 day, day ticket. The 11 day yeah, day ticket. Yes. Because you know, because day tickets are like one twenty five right now, one thirty. Well, it all well, it all depends on when you're coming to. Plus, remember, since since they don't have that non expiration, uh, yeah. One again, if you're coming three times three times a year, let's say you're doing a family trip, you might do a run Disney trip, and then let's say, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you have you're a couple and you come sans children, and it's just like a couples thing. Yeah. At, at, oh, so you mean me? Well. Yeah, well, but I was I was just saying straight through, and you know if I knew people that used to do like a t- buy a ten day non expiration ticket, and which just, you now cannot do, which you cannot now cannot do. So you if, if you're just buying your regular tickets on top of that, you know your Magic Your Way base ticket, it starts to it's they add. The price becomes the longer you play, the longer you stay in play, the less you pay. I think it's after five days or something. There's there's like a small increase, but those that first I think it's three. No, because I had it's it's act, it has to be more than that because there's there's like it's like an eighty eight dollar difference between three and four days of a Magic Your Way base I mean, ticket without a park hopper. I know this because I'm planning my cousin's trip, and tomorrow is her uh, fast pass uh, window. Okay, but you have to include the park hopper because, as an AP, you inherently have it. I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying mathematically wise, right over here. My mm. point is just that if you're going for like three days here, four days here, and then you know, you you have another trip. That you, you know, you have seven days here, and then you do another seven at different times, kind of breaking up. You're still going to pay a substantial amount if you don't get the AP because you're going to be paying you're going to be paying those uh, large ticket fees first each time, and it's actually going to be more than the AP. What the actual break even now with the new with the new pricing, and then when you come with the, I guess it's the tiered pricing on the days now. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit harder to calculate, but it can be done. So, Dave, let me. Uh... Let me interject really quick and how I do the math and I I tell you like how I tell you how my pass is worth it. So this year we entered a park 25 times and what I do is I divide that number by the price of the of the ticket and I see how much would it have cost me each time I walk through the gate. And each time I walk through the gate is $28. And that's how I look at it. So if I go 25 times out of the year, it's costing me $28 total for per, like per visit. That's how I do it. I, I, I think that's, but then again, I can speak differently because I live so close. I, I just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the math, so, I'm not going to say the math changes, but the math is a plot. The numbers are applied differently for locals as opposed yeah. to out of state. Because we guess. also, we also get monthly payment plans. This is true. Yeah. yeah. And that's a huge thing. Like, that's a huge benefit yeah, because that a lot of people overlook. Honestly, I don't think a lot of, like, majority of the annual pass holders are from Florida. I don't, th- like, a lot of them are visitors that, like, DVC members and things like that. But the payment plan helps big time. That's why I will continue to renew because of the payment plan. What's the so- current rate of the AP? Uh, not, not today. Well, current as of today. As of today, which one? The one that I have? Uh, no. The I'm I'm gonna say the out of state platinum. Platinum. Uh, what is it? Eleven uh, hundred something. Eleven twenty. Dave, on. let me let me look at the. Eleven twenty, maybe. I'm, pull, I, I, I'm pulling I, it up. I, I, Hold on. Eleven tw- eleven nineteen. Eleven nineteen. So swallowing that at once. Is a lot. Yeah, of course. Swallowing but, that over twelve months, it's a hundred bucks a month. Is yeah. that for is that for is that for Disneyland and Disney World? No, no, no. Dave. Oh, see, so yeah, that doesn't make any Joseph. sense. Yeah, I looked into the premium. The the premium. Yeah, that's over two thousand dollars now. That premium isn't even on the website. No, yeah. you have to go to guest but, relations to rate uh, guest relations and take care of that. But that, that the platinum one, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the one you said includes Typhoon Lagoon and all that no, stuff. No, that is right? the oh, platinum, platinum plus. plus. Oh Jesus! Platinum plus a... also com- uh, includes Oak Trail Golf Course. 
Well, yes. I get that as a DVC golf member, but I'm saying, but the platinum is what, just no blackout dates? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Man, that's like double. That's like double what a gold pass is, man. For like, yeah, I rather for, have the for gold. 14 days to like to go on. You're better off saving the money and just buying a one day or two day ticket. And I think <laughs> well, yeah, being out of state, that's my option. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, summers, they always do these deals in the summer, mm-hmm. like, oh, bring a guest for eighty nine dollars. That's or just, bring which is a... going on right now, actually. They just yeah. announced that yesterday. DVC, the, the not DVC. Uh, annual annual pass. pass holders can bring a guest for eighty nine dollars a day. That you can only get six tickets, and uh, during the time of the deal, and I think the deal goes to uh, August eighth. Yeah, and last year they did something that was like discover disney or something like that that you can add on a day to your annual pass in the summer if you're blocked out for like 74 bucks that's if you have silver because silver is only i think it's only for residents yes yeah um and silver blacks out summer completely which may be an okay thing because my God, is it hot and rainy in Florida during? Oh, the- exactly. But I love having those. I love having those summers because it's empty. You see, I have I have friends that live close that went down to Silver because they're like, we don't. They're not going to find us in the parks during during July and August. July is prime uh, Brazilian tourist season, so there's no room yeah, to sure. move. And but there's also August is muggy. Yeah. But I think the gold pass is for those who are Florida residents. That's probably the best pass because, you know, you're, you're blocked out during spring break and you're blocked out the two, the two weeks between the week before Christmas and then the yeah. week of Christmas and then like a couple days after New Year's when the parks are mobbed anyway. Why would you want to go to Walt Disney World though in those days anyway? So it kind of it's, – it, that one – that one seems like for the Florida residents. That seems like the winner right there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's awesome. I love having the gold pass. It almost I, seems uh, like it's too good I don't to have be an true. Yeah. Of, oh, we, of course we know you. You don't have an option. I don't have an option. I'm just I'm just saying, in terms of just their annual pass holder pro- program, of there you have to look at it two different ways. Uh, Obviously, Joe and Michael are in a lot better uh, situation than you and I when it comes to this. Listen, I I had the Platinum one time, and I went the day after Christmas, and I said, never again, Um, I'm downgrading. Okay, so I could see myself, if I was was to become a Florida resident, I could see myself going to that gold pass, and then for $147 more, just buying a water parks annual pass... If I wanted to do water parks. Wait, because right now, during the summer, it's on sale for $60 per person. For just the summer. So, since I don't go to the water parks that often, I will, um, I could just pay, I could just pay as I go. They, you know, maybe one day here, one day there. That might, that might be a little, that might be better. Because how many times am I going to be No, no, but the 60... What? The sixty dollars is for like an annual pass, just for this, like a seasonal pass. Oh, really? Just for this, yeah, just for the summer. And we were we were literally about to drive up and go do that today, um, because we're off of work. So we were gonna do that, but yeah, we said now we're gonna go to California soon, so let's not do that. But yeah, the, it's sixty dollars. You get the entire summer till like September. Okay, I might. And is that just for Florida residents, or is that is that for anybody? I think it's just for annual pass holders. Florida annual pass holders, or yeah, I'll, I'll double check on you uh, for for you, and I will send you the information. Because that's something yeah. that I might have to consider doing. Then. Dave, I think the Florida annual pass holder for the water parks isn't worth it. I think there's some kind of rule. I had a, I had it a couple of years ago, and I think there's some kind of rule. It's like if it's a Florida annual pass holder for the water parks is you could only enter after like noon or like two o'clock or something like that it's only for like four like because i think the water parks usually up to like six and i think that it was like like a late in the afternoon it was so i ended up just getting a regular annual pass annual pass for the water parks it wasn't much of a savings anyway gotcha okay but they so might I have, have changed it this was like circa 2016 i haven't looked into it since then but okay well michael has it up right now i have it up so it's called beginning July 5th. Pass holders will be able to purchase a new summer splash pass 
to receive unlimited visits to Disney's Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon from July 5th to September 7th for $69. Okay, that... Yeah, because my annual pass expires on September 3rd, so I might have to consider that one and maybe go to... Because I will be there extensively in the summer, so I might have to consider that. Yeah, I, I haven't been to the water parks in years, but we're, we're planning a trip to try to go over. Well, hit me up. I'll, I'll go with you guys. Yeah. Well, we want to do H2O Glow, too. I mean, there's so many that, annual pass holders. That I am it's... actually going to be doing. I'm going to be doing that on, um, what is it, uh, the 7th of July. I was invited by uh, Florence Porter, who's going to be down there, and they're going to be oh, doing nice. it. So. Yeah, so I'm going to definitely be doing it that, that evening. I'm really looking so, forward to it. And H2 Glow is great because you don't have to worry about sunblock. Oh, of course not. It's, yeah. it's awesome. So Or the 3 o'clock shower. Um, yes. So with the price increases, I have a question for you guys, a little, little like discussion topic. At what price point do you think is the point where Disney says, okay, we have increased enough, people are not coming anymore? Uh, the what? next national tragedy is yeah. the price increase. Yes, yeah, I, I I second that. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately that's yeah. it. Because okay. originally, yeah. remember when they said that there was no way they were going to go over a hundred dollars a ticket and people would revolt? They've no, they've passed that already. <laughs> they blown that out of the yeah, water. Yeah, so there's <laughs> you know when when an annual pass that was like eight hundred dollars is now twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you know. And then I have a, I have another question. As a person that frequents the park, if they told you you had to pay another $25 per month if you do like the monthly payments or you had to pay, let's say, $300 extra for your annual pass, but it took maybe 20% of the guests away, would you be okay with that? No, I'm not paying anymore because 20% no. 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 It, it's it's no? yeah, okay. now you're now you're going up to nine hundred dollars now. Okay, no, it's just a you, you see, know. Here, yeah. Here's the thing, if they're gonna actually, tr here's the thing. I'm sure that they have all of this empirical data on how annual pass holders spend their money because it's all RFID. Big Brother is watching. They if yeah. you, you know you you put your, they know what how much you're spending in restaurants. They know how much you're spending when you when you're with, when you're around them. They can they can track spending of their guests. I mean, granted, you can't really you can't really use them as an AP holder who's local. You can't use your you can't use your magic band if you're just stopping in for a day from the parks if you're not staying at a hotel. But there has to be some way that they know they're picking up some type of sensors or something when you're. Making when you're in a restaurant, when you're paying, when you're paying your bill, something they have to know something to know how yeah. annual pass holders are paying, are spending their money. And I'm sure it's a case just like Disneyland, where annual pass holders might not be spending as much money as your regular tourist who's not there all the time, who really just splurges. Yeah, no, no. The the local guests don't splurge. A lot of them bring packed lunch. A lot of them take like food from outside the parks. Yeah, when I you know when on the rare occasion that I do quick service, I'm getting a kids meal because I'm saving the money. I'm not. I don't want all that food. And it again, it it becomes one of those things that you know, I'm bringing a hydro flask with me. I'm bringing a I'm yeah. bringing a cool a cooler book. A backpack with me, and I have a I have my twenty ounce I have my twenty ounce uh, Coke Zero in there that I bought down the street for a lot less money, and mm -hmm. I, and I refuse to pay those prices in the theme park. So, yeah. you know, we as I'm sure as pass holders we stick it to them because we know we know how to do Disney on the cheap with certain yeah. things. So, you know, you, you pop uh... in you pop you pop in and you do a resort hopping day. You get to watch free fireworks and you uh, eat a quick Put service. Put whiskey in a 
put whiskey in an apple juice bottle. Yeah, you know, you you get if you want a soda, you get the you get the small soda because you know that there's no RFIDs on, on them, so you keep going back and filling up instead of buying the large one. Yeah. Little things like that, you know. Holy not even Jesus. We are not condoning not smuggling even. in alcohol into any you, Disney theme park, by the way. Not so. even you get the you get the dining plan once every other year, and you use that mug for like three years. Yeah, because you get your free coffee and you get your free uh, mm-hmm. iced tea straight through. You know, so we as annual pass, we we know ways to gain the system too. So yeah, you know, we we're, we're, we're we're making out on them. So technically, I can't fault Disney if they. Every now and then, kind of stick it to us too. Hey Chuck, I don't know about you. I don't do any of those things. No, I. If anyone <laughs> of any authority is listening, I. I, I, I seriously like, don't though. No, I never. Done. I have never. Like I don't even like. What is this about small cups not having RFID chips? What? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Most of them don't. You know, you again. I'm, I, I guarantee you go. You go to well, Captain I don't drink Cooks soda, now. So. Yeah, but, but I'm saying you go to Captain Cooks now. None of those RFID things are on. By the way, quick side note. When did Captain Cook get rid of the Pog juice dispenser? Because like now it doesn't have it. And I had the I had the quick service uh mug and I tried to fill it up with Pog juice, all gone. Doesn't have it anymore. I I washed my hands of Captain Cook's when they got rid of the adult grilled cheese. I won't even go in. Oh, Captain Cook's has the best pulled pork nachos. They're fantastic. And their Tonga Toast now sucks. Never was a fan. Gotcha. Never was a fan. Alright, so have we beaten this to a dead horse yet? Uh, yes. Yes, we've been waiting for you to transition to a different topic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then with that said, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, we're going to uh, do something which I really hate because we're going to be given uh, credence to a rumor uh, dropped by a uh, website that I personally don't trust. But this one kind of has a little bit of, uh, I guess, merit to it when you really consider the popularity and the theming. No, it doesn't. Dave, I wouldn't please. I would not reveal the website. I just uh, would just talk about the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. So, would one of you care to uh, talk about this blasphemy? <clears throat> yeah. Um, the current rumor is Country Bear Jamboree is not long for this world, um. and will be replaced by a Toy Story style western. Marionette show, right? Marionette show. Now, there is a very, very important detail to the fact that this is a rumor, okay? The site in question is claiming victory in the fact that Disney has not rebuked their story, which means it must be true. Think about that for a second. Because the company hasn't said, no, you guys are lying oh, we must be right then, is not how journalism works. Or life, for that matter. But that's a very important detail when remembering this is a rumor. However... (laughs) Yeah, we don't know anything, or in this case, antiening. Right. But think about Country Bear Jamboree, okay? Think about the... uh, crowd, I guess is the word I'll use, that it draws. It doesn't. No. It's not there. No. It's really not. It doesn't. Hasn't been in a long time. I love it, but you know what? Most people will I have friends that were years residents who were cast members who said they didn't even see the show by choice because they just had no interest. One of my best friends who's working down there now, he only saw it once because I dragged him. He's not a fan. I actually... um... I was originally upset about it, but I think I'd be more upset if they took away like Carousel Progress. Yeah, that I totally agree. Well, that needs to be updated. But but however, I almost want to say I listen. I know we've beaten this to a dead horse on this show, and every show has done it. Like I know it's all IP driven right now, but I'd like to see something original go in there. Like 
does that, everything is Toy Story now. It's Don't like it's count on it. And I love Toy Story. I'm actually stoked no. for the, the new one to come out. I mean, um, I just wish I'm, it was something. I'm, I guess I'm not a big fan of Jesse and Woody. I'm more like a Buzz Lightyear, yeah. Mr. Potato I, Head, Rex kind of fine. Guy. I'm fine with this rumor. If they find a adjustable place, like uh, give the bears like somewhere to go. And then, which is not going to happen. We all know that's not going to happen. And if they get rid of Buzz Lightyear, because then there'll be too much Toy Story in two different lands. That's true. And, Michael, I, how about this? I will definitely, some of my favorite walk-around characters are the Country Bears. Oh, when my I God, see, yes. When I see them in Frontierland, I get so excited. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, because you, you never see them out, really, when they're out. They're walking oh, around. Like, they're just, they're great. They're great walk-around characters. But wait, 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 wait. Yes. I see where you're saying how you have too much Toy Story in two different lands, but you know what? The theming is so spot on, though. You know, oh. Woody in Frontierland, yeah. Buzz in Tomorrowland. No, 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 stop. But that Buzz Lightyear ride is so dated, man. It's I, so. I know it's dated, ah. but it's 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 still one of it's there still. You know, it's 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 there. There's nothing that we can do about it in terms of that. It just, it just feels like, you know, it works with the theming. I hate to say it. It does. I, I, I like seeing it on the People Mover and, like, you know, my nephew loves that ride. I, I do enjoy it, but it's just like when you go through it, you're like, wow, this needs a paint job and, like, a refurb and... Where's my hand sanitizer? Yeah, where's my hand sanitizer? <laughs> the trigger doesn't even work half the time. Still haven't maxed out the score, but whatever. I mean, I, I mean, we've when all, you go to Disneyland God. for the first time, I want to hear your uh, comparison of the two uh, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, you, yeah, that one's like. Will I even get to it? That's the question. No, you need to. You need to for the show. I need to. Yeah. Is that it's that much? Well, you better? can hold the gun in your hand. I mean, it's it, it's not attached to the ride. I so was it's going lot. to surprise him with that. Oh, he. No, knows. I knew that. I knew that he already. Knows that. Yeah, I knew that one already. I just I. There's a lot of rides at Disneyland that I don't think I'm going to touch because we have them here, like Mania and Mania. You don't need to touch. Uh, you do but need to all... touch. But you do need to touch Splash Mountain. You do need to they're go. All diff- yeah. Michael, they're all different. Michael, they're all different. I have to do Soren because it's uh, California. Yeah. Michael, Big Big Thunder is different. Splash is they're different. They're all different. Space, yeah. They're, they're well, all yeah, different. Yeah, I, I know that, but I'm Small saying like it's different. Like uh, Pan, I won't do Pan. Pan is different there's a little a... bit too. I don't like. I don't even like Pan here. Okay. Oh, no, Thank unpopular, you. Unpopular opinion. I like Pan. No, no, that is a completely valid opinion in this. Is somebody talking? Uh, show. Is there somebody talking? I'm hearing a lot of uh, feedback. I've never in my a all lot my of years correct heard Peter Pan shortened to just Pan. I'm sorry. Wasn't yeah. that a movie? Uh, I can help with the whole Pan Pam situation. No, oh, no. Is it Palm with an L? Pan. Pan. Oh, Pan. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Peter like Pan. Calm. I don't. I don't even think is worth it. The wait. It's the wait here. But the wait over there has been like ten minutes. So maybe I'll. He's correct. Anyways, but wait. Back to... There's another. There's another rumor that goes along with Country Bears. Um, the Country Bears are not going to be going away. However, the old voice actors will be going away is another rumor that I have seen today. Well, modernize the country bears. I'm surprised the PC crowd, the political correctness crowd, hasn't been all over the country bears lately. Seriously. I mean, because nobody's in there. Just talking about beating children. Mama, don't whoop little Buford. Oh, God. I think you should shoot him. Please don't give anybody any ideas. I mean, no, I love the bears. I. I love the Country Bears, but I'm one of those that I love them so much, but I have not been in that show in like a year. That's the type of thing that makes you kind of like pull at your collar a little bit and go, yee. Yeah. Tears will be the chaser to my wine. All the guys that that turn me on turn me down. Well, Dave, that's a separate issue, but okay. Yeah. Great song, by the way. I would hate to I would hate to now looking back. The Ballad of Davy Crockett. Now looking at it, I would hate to see that go. 
if you, you know, well, if you want to get rid of the shell, fine. But as long as you keep the walk around characters. Well, you know what they but say: if you can't bite, don't growl. I don't know how that applies in this conversation, but um, what? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that meant. What he said. Somebody. Uh, somebody made a good point on Twitter. Move the bears to like Wilderness Lodge. That's a terrible point. It's a or, terrible idea. Or Fort Wilderness. Also a bad point. Yeah, it's a bad like idea. Like a dinner, a dinner show, like or that new what, what is it? Like the rehab center, whatever they're building over there. Like a sunny oh, eclipse. Those. That would be like pretty a sunny cool. Eclipse. That would be that, cool yeah, like, actually. It's never gonna happen, but that would be really cool. No, I what? It's, that's actually not a completely bad idea. But is there any? I wish you could retheme Pecos Bills and put the bears in there. That's none of these things are ever going to happen, but that would be kind of fun. Just, yeah. Well, wait, not, wait, 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 wait. You enter, you exit into Pecos Bills, right? I don't. Yes. So yes, what? Yes. You exit. yes you so do. what it's they do is they make the only time you exit into a food court and not a gift shop. So what you do is, if they really wanted to do that, they make they they make Pecos Bills. They take out the seating. They extend Pecos Bills into the Country Bear Jamboree stage. And what they do is they do like one of their like, uh, they do like a special type of quick service dinner where you make some reservations. You get the dinner show with it. And they charge for like family style because they're doing all sorts. They're doing all sorts of those things like at Restauranteris now. So why not do it over there and like make it like a dinner oh, show? Well. And then they can... Rest- Rest, restaurants this has like full service bar now and everything yeah. isn't it restaurant restaurant Re- yeah whatever it's what called out, yeah got chicken nuggets and alcohol that's very true yeah but i don't think the bears are i don't think they're gonna put them, if they take them out they're done I don't think oh, yeah, no. there's, there's absolutely nope. no way that they're gonna spend money on the country no. bear generally. the last thing that we have is that terrible terrible movie I forgot yeah. that even existed. And yeah. Tokyo. That's, I think Tokyo still has a bears. That left. and, uh, of course, that, that movie will go down with uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, Haunted Mansion as a classic. Do you think Christopher Walken in, in the Country Bear movie? I don't think I've ever even seen it. I think, mm-hmm. like, Disney, like, burnt the footage once it actually came I know what I'm watching tonight. Not the Country Bear movie. How about how about they do like a bar like Trader Sam's with the bears? Uh, yeah. uh, if, if it's not an IP that Disney can make money off of, they're not doing it. Well, you gotta remember too, Michael. Minute, though, he, just... All these things cost money to wait. Wait, stop, 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 stop. It's not gonna hard happen. stop on the show. No, no, no. I want to go back to your point, Chuck. If it's not an AP that Disney can't make money off of, IP, IP. IP. They're oh, making okay. money off a- their APs. AP was the first. Yeah, sorry. And I- oh, they're making money off their APs. Yes, but the IP. Here's the thing. Trader Sam's is an IP. You know, it, it, they they created that character in the Jungle Cruise. You know, it's not an actual it's not an actual character anywhere else. And uh, they named it. I, I see your point, but you're wrong. That's a stretch. Well, you said it I at hope the wrong you time. Before that stretch. No, you said it at the wrong time when we were talking. You said it in the same breath as Trader Sam's. Now, see, Dave, had your argument been after the Jungle Cruise movie, it is an IP. I would have accepted it. But again, who's seen the Jungle Cruise movie? No one, because it's not out yet. Exactly, uh-huh. and nobody's going to see it when but it comes the rocks out. In it, so you know a ton of people are going to see it, and then Disney puts money into the Jungle Cruise or Trader Sam's or whatever. Either which way, it's still based on an original character. Well, the IP is not really always an original character. I mean, the Country Bears are technically an original character. This is true, but what I'm saying is it's but not, they're like in a a, movie. Not, not a movie so they're character. An Disney's going to be putting the money into characters that they bought not creating new characters. Why didn't you just say that in, from the start and then so you didn't have to waste our time with this conversation? 
Because I was right the entire time. No, same conversation. No, you weren't. Disney is spending money on IPs that other people have created. This is true. That's the first right thing you said all night. No, he's not wrong. That's a good point. I like that point. All right, so are we done with this one? I, I think so, Joe. Michael? Yes, I'm in, uh, waiting to move on to another topic. Oh, what's another topic? Oh, then, another I, know, news. I, just to, I just wanted to stay c consistent with what I said last time. So. Okay. In oh, other news, parking also went up. And the cost of the refillable bag or reusable bags. I have no Which idea still, what these reusable bags are. I've never seen these. They things. actually are a very. I've used them, and, and Michael and I. Well, it's funny because Dave, you were there. We talked before we started recording when I purchased my first one. But seriously, if anybody. Um, a lot of states now and cities are charging for bags at the grocery stores. Yep. Yeah, it depends on where you live. However, these bags are actually. They went up a dollar because I think they've been that popular. They're still really nice. I oh, mean, I fully yeah. agree. Like, this is a. And it's, it's a, Honestly, as a, somebody who's getting older, it was a great souvenir. I, and and I it's just, a collector's item. And Michael just told me that they make them for Disney Springs, so I need to get that one. But I do use them when I go to the grocery store. Is this and like actually the work PBS uh, Pledge Drive tote bag? Well, dude, uh, no, 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 no. They're no, like no. any of the ones you find in the grocery stores. I have like the. They're nylon. They're like nylon material. Yeah. And yeah. they come in like they come in like three: small, medium, and then like large is really big. Yeah, I, I get the mediums is fine for the grocery store. The small is like one of those wine, you know, like the ones that you get, like the the four pack of wine that you can yeah, get. Yeah. You see, and I refuse the to use them. Huge. I want my plastic bags every time I go somewhere. Well, but a lot of places are charged. Either they don't offer them now anymore, or they're charging you like. I so. How am I gonna clean up dog poop? That's a paper towel. I don't know. You could. Ordered things on Amazon, Dave. I don't know. I, I can't help you with everything. <laughs> Dog poop is biodegradable. This is true. So you're the guy, Mike, that's uh, letting his dog poop all over the uh, neighborhood, huh? No, I, I pick this it is up. The way it is. I pick it up. I pick it up. I pick it up. I swear. By the way, how much did, um, and like I said, I should have been a little more prepared before our show here, but how much did parking go up? I didn't even see that. How Only much like it went up? $2. Nothing it was like $2, two at the. $1. Yeah, $2 at the, at the uh, deluxe resorts. Value. One dollar at the moderates and, and values. Yeah. See, I still have a problem. Like, why is the deluxe resort? It should all be the same price. Or because the, the deluxe, deluxe resorts have a smaller amount of parking that they have. But if I'm, you know, I guess so. The one that should be more expensive is like Animal Kingdom Lodge because you're actually parking in like a parking garage. You know, like you're parking all in surface parking in the sun. Why are we all paying the same price? There's a parking garage at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's like like underneath. Kadani, right? For Kadani, not for. That's like all DVC. So if you're a DVC owner, that's oh, not uh, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect DVC anyways. So. Speaking of DVC, uh, just wanted to throw this out there on the air. Uh, how was your stay at Saratoga Springs, Mister Mike? Oh, fantastic! Just wanted to put that out there for everybody. Fantastic! Saratoga Joe does not disappoint. I'm will, I'm gonna tell you right now. And with that said, with that said, let's go to this week's tip. With Saratoga Joe. Yeah, I'm editing and I don't have music, so I have to have uh, Jeff send that to me. So, so we need you to be a little bit louder with your. Uh... It's post time. Yeah, maybe give that to us again, please. It's post time. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Love it. I don't know if I really have a tip this week. I wasn't prepared for one. But I'm going to actually defer to Mike for this week's uh, tip, uh, best bet with Saratoga Joe. Mike, do you have any tips as a newcomer for Saratoga Springs? Oh, man. Uh, if you're going to go to Turf Club, go early in the day because they do run out of the prime rib. And how was the prime rib? I didn't have it because they ran out. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but also... Also, um, my wife just did census spa over at Saratoga Springs. And if you're staying at Saratoga or if you're staying at uh, Grand Floridian, I think if you have like the time and the money for it, do a census spa. It's fantastic because it, it just like adds to your vacation. 
And I, I've said this on the air, Mike, that the I believe the spa at Saratoga is much, much better than the Sensa Spa at Grand Floridian. Oh, and so, right now it's DVC gets forty percent off? No, no, it's not forty percent. It's I think it's it's I think it's like fifteen or twenty percent. No, no, no. Right now they're getting forty oh. percent off. She got for forty percent off. Oh, it's running a promotion. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, she got it for like a hundred bucks for like a sixty minute Swedish massage. Nice. Yeah. Any other any other tips or experiences you want to share with our listeners about your first time over uh, at Saratoga? I mean, I never realized that how accessible Saratoga Springs is as a hotel. You have Disney Springs, and then you can walk over to Old Key West because there's a pathway to walk. I did not know that. It's a little bit of a walk, but it, it is possible. You it will, we, it will it will dump you into one of the. Um, Oh, I forgot what the, one of the streets is called there. It won't put you like right at the hospitality house or it'll, the. It'll put you in like where the like one of the like room resorts, and you have to walk through some streets. But we walked over there for Olivia's, which I thought Olivia's was fantastic. Uh, I had the prime rib there; it was good. Um, you're also a boat ride away from Riverside and French Quarter. I, it's just the location is perfect. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Saratoga Springs now. It's a great place for a resortcation, and that's what yeah. my my wife and I and our friends Brittany and Justin will be doing that's what we next did. yeah next weekend. So we're planning to do very minimal time in the parks. Uh, we'll do a little bit of Disney Springs dining, a little bit of uh, I use the word bar crawl very loosely. But you know, we're gonna go around to different restaurants. You know, Jock Lindsay's, uh, uh, Wine Bar George. Yeah, uh, we. We did all that. Yeah, we're gonna go and you know the boathouse got that, that great bar um, out on the dock um, and do drinks. You know what I'm saying after hours. So yeah, that's what we're looking forward to for our resortcation. So uh, Turf Club has to be one of the most underrated lounges in Disney property. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not big. It's nothing crazy. Um, but it's just but nobody goes. Nobody goes there. You know, never have to wait for a drink. Um, and you don't have to wait for a pool table either. You're always playing pool. That is true. And um, you could also take your drinks outside. And if it's a mm-hmm. nice night out, you got the sun setting, you got the view of the putting green, and of the, I believe it's the first tea of the Lake Buena Vista. And uh, also first the park. First and the first tea, and I believe the 10th hole. Uh, I'd be the, yeah, the 10th hole. I guess it would be, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a great time. I, when you saw that in our message board, I was really excited that, uh, that our my little home resort is getting a little bit of love, so it's like the underdog. Yeah. I've never no, seen, it, it, it was somebody fantastic. like Saratoga. I like I get excited about it, so it's uh, refurbs coming to. Oh, there's there you go. A tip for from Saratoga Joe, and uh, from me, the refurb is starting later this month. If nobody knew that already, it, the cast members told me June 30th they're officially starting the re, the room refurbs. Is it a soft refurb or is it uh, just soft goods? Or are they uh, doing? Uh... I believe it's full, like hard good refurb. Oh, so that's they're gonna be doing mean. like the floors and everything like that. That's good. So they def- starting, it's definitely they're need of it. Building by building, building by building, they're going through. All right. So the, our, I guess, um, Saratoga Joe and Mike's tip for this week is if you're planning on staying at Saratoga within the next year, maybe double check to see if you can get a refurbed room or not. Yeah. So. A lot of quick services and. Saratoga Springs. Yeah, get your has one and and the uh, and the palette. golf course has one. And... It's good times. So yeah, great times, great times. Thank you, Joe, for all the tips that you uh, give us about because that. it made it made I'm our tri- it made our trip that much better. I was just excited you had a good time. So, so Dave, there you go. That's uh, that's our I say our because Mike carried me on that one. Our uh, tip this week with uh, Saratoga Joe. All right, and with that gentlemen let's go around and tell everybody where we can be found on the interwebs we'll start with saratoga joe uh, you can find me on twitter at joe quad instagram and over at the resortloop.com dbc roundtable and i said i'll be at saratoga springs next weekend so uh if you're around hit me up on twitter I'm probably laying by the pool or something hanging out relaxing i'm at figments reality on twitter and on instagram chuck I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. Michael? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Ears of Happiness. And next week we will be going live from Disneyland Resort. Uh, a lot of Star Wars, a lot of Disneyland. We're going to be doing that both on Instagram for Disney 
uh, for Mickey Dudes and for our Ears of Happiness page. Awesome. And you can find that Mickey Dudes Instagram page at the Mickey Dudes Podcast on Instagram, the Mickey Dudes on Twitter, and you can find our fan page on Facebook. Well, ladies and gentlemen, not the best day to talk Disney news, but hopefully other things that are coming down the pike that Disney's going to be announcing are going to make us make us more happy. So with that, have a magical day. exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon zippity doo da zippity yay my oh my what a wonderful day plenty of sunshine headed my way Zippity doo da, zippity yay.